Welcome, welcome to welcome. Just Dave. Just Dave. Dancing with thoughts. Dancing with thoughts. Hello, good people. My name is David Melvin Davis, and I'll be your humble host for the next half hour or so. I just want to request that you open your mind and prepare your intellect to be entertained. Unlock your thoughts and your soul, and I encourage you to be perceptive. You might actually accidentally learn something along the way. So come on, unwind, kick back, ignore them worries for a minute, and enjoy. Just Dave, dancing with thoughts. Please enjoy. Please enjoy. And enjoy, please. So I'll go ahead and throw the disclaimer out there right now. I'm not an expert of anything, except thinking I'm an expert at the things that I talk about. But the entirety of what is going to be stated during these half-hour clips has many times zero factual truth and is exclusively only the thoughts that are boiling and floating around in my head anyways. So I'll borrow a quote from Michael Rappaport. We don't fact check here. We don't fact check here. So regardless of this or any of the future installment inspire you to take the bull by the horn and go for the gusto or explode your depression to the level that you commit suicide, I will not accept credit or responsibility for any of the things that you do. You do. Your actions are yours, exclusively yours. You and you only hold absolute accountability for yourself. But I would really discourage you if you want to kill yourself. Come on now. It's never that bad. So yeah, I guess it's time to wrap up the year 2020. You mean 2021? How was it? Was it all that you expected it to be? Yeah. Was it all that you wanted it to be? Was it all that you needed it to be? Yeah. Because those are three very different things. Expectations, wants, and needs. Uh, I realized something in the last couple months that you should never let what you expect be born out of the things that you want. Uh, you know? Your needs are completely different. Those are the basics, those are the fundamentals, those are the things, the truths in life. You don't work, you don't eat. want it you gotta go get it okay. uh, I guess there's the exceptional cases where people are born with money and never have to work a day in their life Silver spoon. some people call those people lucky Not really. I actually feel sorry for them yeah. because you know what beats the satisfaction of an honest day's work Not a lot. making an honest dollar yeah. providing for your family knowing that your family's straight knowing that your loved ones are good thanks dad Knowing that you got somewhere to sleep. Good night. Knowing that you got somewhere to call home. Where you hang your hat. I don't think there's a lot of things in this world that are better than that. You have a very good point there, David. I got a little secret for everybody. Um, oh, please don't tell. And it might take you some time to really hammer this one down, but um, you know, 
When it's raining outside and it's cloudy, it's not sunny and blah, blah, blah. You know what? What? Get you a little bit of sunshine, put it in your pocket. Sunshine in the pocket? When it starts raining outside, yeah. stay inside and dig into your little pocket. Break you off a little piece of that sunshine that you got in your pocket. And it don't matter what it looks like outside. The most important thing for us is what it looks like inside. Inside? If you don't like what it looks like outside, uh-huh. close the window. Close the window? Pull the drapes. Pull the drapes. Shut the curtains. Shut the curtains. So my job that I work at now, I actually stay away during the week, Monday to Friday, and I go home on the weekends. So I got a little apartment out here, and my parking lot, my parking space, is about 100 yards or so away from the apartment, so I got to walk back and forth. So on the way from the parking lot to my apartment, there's a, a little open lot there, and the other day I walked by and I see there's a big old pile of shit right behind this wall. So I guess someone couldn't hold it and they found a place that didn't have lots of lights and there's a polished there. Uh. So every time I walk by this polished kind of upsets me and I think man how could somebody be so yuck animalistic to like outside like that horrible so the other day I'm walking by it and I have this aha moment I'm like you know what aha I don't even have to look at the pilot that's right and it's not gonna make me upset and I'm not gonna feel anything about it so so if you see a polished Look the other way, the other way. The last time I checked, I'm in full control of where my eyes look. And if I know there's a big old pile of somewhere, all I have to do is not look at it. And it's that simple. I mean, if the big old pile of is in your yard, of course you gotta take care of it. I'd probably try to find out who did it, but So I'm gonna wrap this one up with a little bit of a funny story about confusion. Uh, I've been in Japan for a very long time, pushing 25 years actually in a couple months. Um, and this is a story about one of my Japanese friends, guy I work with, pretty cool dude, you know. We were out one night, I think we were having drinks and we were pretty drunk and he, he looks over to me and says, you know what David, he says, um, for being a foreigner, I've actually never once thought that you smelled bad. You smelled bad. You smelled bad. I was like, what? He said, for being a foreigner, I've never thought that you smelled bad. And, um, you know, it was like a compliment and a racial insult at the same time. I'd never been so confused in my life. I didn't know to say thank you or to, like, you know, front him. Confusion, confusion, confusion. Hey, remember what I said about time? 
and being something that you don't have or not have. Time is something that you must make if you want to have it. So I recently made some time to try to reflect on what motivation truly means to me. And as I sit there and start to summarize my thoughts and round down my conclusions, I notice a point that has become incredibly common as I sit here and dance with my thoughts. The common thread is that we're all different and different things affect us in different ways. I guess this is more freaking with some of the subjective and conceptual topics. Some people think Picasso is treasure. Other people might think it's trash. We're different. We're different. And neither one of those is technically right or wrong. So, on the contrary, there are topics on the other side of that spectrum. Objective or impartial matters that we like to make judgments about and classify as being wrong or right. And these are often supported and guided by what I like to call our moral compass, which has been calibrated through our upbringing, regulated by our life experiences, and sometimes and often influenced by religion. moral compass has been subliminally synchronized with modern civilization standards and ethics and paves the path for how we determine what is right or what is wrong. Now, now, we all know that killing another human is wrong, right? But is the executioner at the state prison that pushes the button at the death sentencings kills right so regardless of the sins of the criminal that he's executing technically he's killing another human being which is wrong right so now bring in 8 billion different moral compasses of different brands and models and upbringings and religious beliefs and dietary habits and allergies Watch what, happens. Watch what happens. The point I wanted to highlight is this. With the aspects of motivation, they are super personal and private. And heavily influenced by the lens of the beholder. So, with motivation, there's no technically right or wrong definition of it. Or meaning of it to us as individuals. And I just wanted to talk about what it means to me. So, what is motivation? Some people say that motivation is simply the reason to do something. If we look at the definition for reason in Webster's, it says 
a fact, condition, or situation that makes it proper or appropriate to do or feel something. Facts, conditions, situations to make it proper to do or feel something. Many of my fellow Generation X comrades will agree with me on this one and the fact that I've heard far too many times in my life because I said so as an answer when I questioned about the reason I had to do something. Sometimes the reason to do something you were told as a child was simply because you didn't want to get your ass whooped. But often, there was an incentive attached to that condition. If you wash the dishes, I will give you $2. So in this case, the drive of doing something, washing the dishes, is the fact or condition that you will get paid with a swanky $2. I prefer to consider motivation to be the purpose of doing something. Again, if we go back to Webster's, the definition for purpose is the feeling or being determined to do or achieve something. Notice, they've included a super powerful word with achieve, which naturally can be easily connected with a meaningful, successful, and triumphant thing. Now, let's take the same example from before, washing the dishes for $2. When I was 11, 12 years old, around 1988, a ticket to the movies was about $4. So 11 or 12 is right around the age you start to take notice of the opposite sex. Sex. There's a little girl at school that I liked, so I asked her out to the movies. I wanted to take her to see Coming to America. She accepted. Now, I had more than a reason just to make the two dollars by doing the dishes I had a purpose and the purpose was that I wanted to have a cool $20 bill so I could cover the movie tickets with some extra money to actually buy some snacks and drinks for me and my little date the achievement that I was determined to accomplish was me going on my first date and impressing my little lady with a fat $20 bill at the counter as I was a man so gentleman-like and paid for the tickets and we enjoyed our evening of entertainment at the theater. One of the reasons I prefer to say that motivation is purpose instead of reason is this. With the reason to do the dishes being only based on the condition that you will get the $2 reward is less satisfying to me personally, at least, than having a purpose attached to the $2 reward, which in this case, the achievement of flattering my young lady friend by paying at the movies for tickets and drinks and snacks, and experiencing my first date of my entire life. So, that means a lot more to me than just having $2 to have $2 without really Nothing in your aim, no goals. Nowhere, there seemed to be a place 
We often use the word motivation when we talk about our profession and how we make a living. Which of these makes you feel better and convince yourself to keep going to work when you really don't want to go to work? Is a reason to get paid? Paid? Only get paid for your services? Or is the purpose of working to make a meaningful life and support you and your family? To live healthier, live better, happier. At the end of the day, you can decide whatever you want to do for you. So, what's motivation mean for you? Maybe a good time to think about it. I'm going to sign off here. That was just Dave. Just Dave. Dancing with thoughts. Stay tuned, be safe, don't believe the hype, and be well.